Hold on, before before we start this. Uh I can't believe that's the name of the song. That's not can't be the name of the song, right? What? What song? The the song is literally called Bitty Bitty Bomb Bomb. Yeah, that's the name of the song. Okay, it is. Then right. I, I don't know what that I don't know what that means. <laughs> you don't? No, okay. I don't speak any other languages to okay. any extent. I, I guess I should ask this now. What is the extent of your Spanish? Oh, uh, C. Just very. Gracias. Okay. And something about the biblioteca. So just like below Spanish one. Like well uh, below. Yeah, I mean, something, <laughs> I have the same level as my, my two sons. Have They know the same Spanish words that I do. <laughs> So okay. I'm a six. I'm a six year old, basically. I would say okay, but but not a six year old speaking Spanish because they speak great Spanish. Uh, no, no, no. Like my six year old. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> like you've seen those little six year olds just start spouting it out, and you're like, I'm so pathetic. <laughs> how did he? How did he learn that? And you're like, well, he probably didn't know English, and he knows English. It's like, yeah. Come on, man. That's the that's the time to t- teach him. I knew a lot of um how what I was gonna say just however many languages you might want to immerse them in, but we like with one of ours, we waited a little too long. <laughs> I don't know if it, he was four or five, but we put him in uh in the summer we we put him in like this uh it's called the Spanish schoolhouse. And it was just like a three days a week thing okay. for a month or six weeks. And but when you go in, like when you're in the door, it's all Spanish. But some of the ideas they don't they don't know, but they'll kids they just they're like a sponge. So they start associating words and sounds with certain things and then they start to they just learn it. They pick up the language. Really? He went he went twice and basically walked out of there just in tears both times. Just out of just mere frustration, because he's like, I don't understand what anybody is saying, and he couldn't he couldn't hang it, handle uh, it, and we we got him out of there. Well, he sounds like me on my job sites. So, oh, okay, <laughs> <laughs> crying every day. Just, I can't understand him. They can't understand me. So, all right, well, let's let's give this a go. All right. Look at the production value in this video. Okay, I was going to do this as like the intro, but now I feel like you mean to just uh, <laughs> well, analyze I this video. <laughs> as we start with the, the music video for Bitty Bitty Bomb Bomb. Bitty Bitty Bomb Bomb. It, it looks like the gas station fight from yeah. Zoolander yes, is about to break is. out. <laughs> yes, it does. <laughs> and I've never seen this. This I've, is the first time I for me. Literally, I've heard the song many, many times, but I've never seen Bitty Bitty Bomb Bomb. Uh, yeah, video. This is a first. You know, 
uh, Selena's showing showing belly whenever uh, showing belly was for a small select amount of folks. I would say that was not common back then. Not, this is like yeah, ninety. I don't know when this came out. What ninety two, ninety three? Uh, when this song did? Maybe like ninety three, ninety four, something like that. Because it was a little while before she left what, us. What? Yeah. I was say it's a little while before she left us. Yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> spoiler alert. Uh, whoa. Let's slow down before we get onto this review. All right. Let's. Yeah. Uh, no, let's, I'm excited. With our, I'm excited. I, <laughs> With the song, so. Okay. To get in the mood for I know I said I wasn't going to pause it, but that literally looks like the Jeep from Zoolander. <laughs> Maybe, uh, yeah. Well, okay. Maybe, maybe this was the original idea. Yeah. Zoolander kind of stole it from them. Maybe so. Catchy. There's not much to this song, but well, no, it is it's, catchy. It's uh, I would call this Spanish one uh Tejanos music. Okay. Like if you're like this isn't I think maybe the hardcore Tejanos are like this isn't really what This is like Yeah. The Imagine Dragons <laughs> of Tejano music. I don't know if <laughs> Selena, like you go back into uh, a time machine and you let Selena know that years later she'll be a, <laughs> <laughs> the Imagine Dragons of of Tejanos music. She'll go what? Yeah, it, was, it would be kind of confusing. I, I want to get out in front of it that the Selena slander will only be at the forefront of the podcast, yes. and then and then from there, I I have been transformed. So really? as we as we get through the review. Welcome to another dumb podcast where we review Salinas. That's right. Salinas. The legend. The legend Salinas. Which, um, I just want to say, like, this was a, uh, damn, sorry. Fade out's not going to work today. That's right. (laughs) Fade out is not going to work today. I would say this movie, which we we're going to review not just Selena, but we're watching the movie Selena, the 1997 Selena. Um, this movie was quite prominent in my young young age. I I feel like it was on, not exactly sure which 
channel it was on, but it was on quite a bit. Which so had you seen this before, like beginning to end, or just you've been exposed to it? Oh, I whenever. Okay, this came out in 90, 1997, 1998, you know, because I don't think I ever watched it in the movie theater, but like on TV or on HBO or Cinemax or whatever the heck was on, this movie was on, and it was, I wouldn't say it was a stop down, but damn near really? close. Damn near close. I can't, I even surprised myself at how little that I knew about her before watching this movie and then just reading up on some stuff uh the last couple of days like i didn't know i didn't know anything i mean obviously that she was a, a, a she was popular uh cut down at a young age she was shot by her whoa, whoa. fan club president well, well that's all right people know that it happened it happened three decades ago <laughs> well the whole thing's over now we were gonna leave that to the end but that's all right and can I get my default line in that I've used for the last generation? <laughs> Go ahead. The only thing I knew about Selena was that she got shot by her fan club president and that her death kept the shoe polish industry in business for like a decade. The shoe polish industry. I didn't catch that one. Because <laughs> every back window said R.I.P. Selena from like 1995 to 2000. Well, at least, at least they in my they area. predicted her death in 1995. Whenever it happened. Oh no, she did die in 95. I'm sorry. I was, was it 95? Yeah, I was looking at 97. Oh man, I, I'm sorry about that. Oh, you were right. Start the podcast over. Yeah, just I would end this whole thing. So yes, the 1997. We're we're approaching on the 21st, the 26th anniversary or 24th anniversary. I get it confused because so she. Died and she died in oh god ni- March March thirty first nineteen ninety five. No, it was ninety three. I think when she died. No, was it ninety five? Are we? Gonna it doesn't f- matter. Okay. Well, she did die. Okay. <laughs> we're gonna fight. We're gonna fight over fucking. <laughs> it doesn't matter. It's not like every time we guess wrong, she turns over a little bit or anything like that. I mean, no, she she did die in nineteen ninety five. So nineteen ninety five, March thirty first, nineteen ninety five. So we're well over twenty five years. So since she died, I, I had this noted at some point, but I'm just gonna fire it off now. They wanted to make a. They wanted to make this movie. Yes. Like right away. Like she's literally. I believe. I believe she was shot, and Gregory Nava just got on his typewriter and was already through the first, first half of the film. Because Salma Hayek was. I don't know if she was cast in the role or that was just who they planned to have play the role, and she said like it was way too soon after the death to be making and coming out with a movie like let let her family grieve for a little while and before we i I don't want to say this is supposed to be a tribute but some people could look at it as like capitalizing on the situation i think we're uh yes but if you watch the movie and look at the producers of the movie one named abraham quintanella okay so Maybe Dad wanted to make a little too. Yeah, I, I think you can tell he was involved in this because this was not, this did not exploit her in any way. No, no. no. I mean, and obviously it's just gonna. Well, I say it's just gonna paint her in a positive light, but I don't think I've ever really heard anyone have a 
negative thing to say about her. No, you know, not at all. And that would be kind of awkward for, you know, somebody who passed away at such a young age, but in this day and age, you know, anybody will just kind of, they got the platform. They'll still find somebody who'll say anything like, Oh yeah, everybody thinks she was great, but she was really just like a terrible person. You don't, you don't hear anything like that about Selena. No, not at all. So yes. Okay. Um, we did get to that point where, you know, yeah, they, they did the movie almost less than two years after, after her death, almost to the day. Um, yeah, it did seem a little, there were parts in here where I was like, okay, this isn't like a fully fleshed out, like real art house film where they kind of, no, they were like, we have to have this movie out now. That's what it did feel like. No doubt. Yeah. I'd say there was a little bit of that. Uh, the first thing, uh, this was on, I didn't even know, but it was on HBO Max. That was just one of the first place I went to search. And I was like, oh, well, there you bonus. go. And we are but, uh, HBO Max uh, P1s. That's right. So uh, I hit play and I'm like, here we go. And I'm telling you, my expectations were so low, like, mid at best. Um, because so I, I I don't see you as a huge fan of Tejano's music or J Lo. Well, we'll we'll get we'll okay. get to okay. we'll get to all that. But, but the first thing that popped up was knowing what the story is in general and how it's going to end. And the movie's rated PG. <laughs> and I was like, wait a second, <laughs> like she gets shot at the end. How is this a PG movie? Well, but there's not a uh, there's not a Reservoir Dogs ending to the movie, you know. No, it's, it just <laughs> they kind and of it makes sense. They brush that, that really fast. Yeah, once we get way down the road yes. before your before your, the battery runs out on your phone and all that. Yeah, uh, we'll get to that, and we'll you'll you'll see why. But that was the first thing that stuck out to me. And now that you mentioned that her dad was like a producer. That explains why we even had the first five minutes of the movie, which is like his barbershop <laughs> quartet, and they're getting run out of a, a club because they're not playing. I think they said Mexican music, so I don't feel uncomfortable saying that. I think that was in the movie. Well, I have to tell you, as a kid growing up, I mean, I had an aff- I don't know what, like, a, affliction was the wrong word. I don't even know what I was thinking of, but I had an, a, like, I was very intrigued by like Mexican culture. I have no idea why I was around a bunch of Mexican Americans or whatever you would like to say. Like it was not something where I was like, I've never even seen them. I mean, it was like, I grew up with them all, all my life. So this was not a, uh, not a rare thing for me to watch this. It was, it was, I think that's maybe why the movie kind of, I was like, Oh, this is cool. You know, I just kind of, I see, you know, quote unquote, two cholos and pulling over to help Selena. Like I can kind of almost relate to some of that, you know? Okay. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, let's go to the, let's go straight from the, from the beginning. You know, yes, this was made in 1997. It had a budget of $20 million, made 35.5 in the box office. Huge success. Uh, started out the career of JLo. Uh, I don't think she had really done anything of substance before this movie. Uh, no, uh, not from an acting perspective. No, I well, mean, except she for was a, back da- backup dancers and all that other stuff. But no, yeah, she the, was she, one of the <clears throat> she was one of the fly girls, fly girls. on In Living Color. Is that or is that Yo MTV Raps? No, it was in, in Living oh, Color. Okay, you're right. 
I'll let you have that one because you're older. Yeah, but, I definitely, I definitely know. Listen, that. it's a flagger. All right, just <laughs> move along. All right, I'm sorry. So uh, we, okay. So the movie starts. I'm, I'm going to get my notes out right now because I I, I was going to go off of the uh, the Wikipedia, but it really doesn't. Uh, it really does not. Uh, illuminate what the how the structure of the movie went so we start not with um you know kind of at this part where in 1961 we start at uh which in true life that was uh when she performed at the astrodome that was actually a few weeks before she was before she was murdered i believe yeah i mean i guess it would have been the you know the houston rodeo yeah, Astro. Oh, I was gonna look that up. I should have had it already up. Uh, Van for me. Uh, <laughs> well, I was gonna say there would be no other reason that all, everything there would have been dirt everywhere if it wasn't the rodeo. Yeah, it does so, feel like it was the the Houston rodeo, but this was a but, huge concert. Yeah, this happened right. right. And I yeah. and I don't know if that was. Uh, I didn't look up to see if that was like her last show. Uh, it was. It was on February twenty sixth, nineteen ninety five. So she died in March. So less than a right. month. Uh, okay less than a month she was she was murdered uh yeah crazy okay so they started off with the movie opens up to this iconic houston astrodome uh show um they said some facts about 95 um (laughs) i'll have to say uh the first (laughs) the first song was most unfortunate that she (laughs) she sang oh what was it it was a cover but i can't remember what it was it was i will survive Oh, wow! And I, and I assume that that's actually on the set list. I believe that. that they didn't... Yeah, they weren't going. I was five from the gunshot. It's from like, the lady who ran my, goes, ran my fan club. She goes straight into like bullet the blue sky. After that, uh, wake like, and bleed. Like, what did she know? Yes. So yeah, she goes into a uh, and and she's not doing Tejano's music. I mean, she's straight up, uh, you know, a, she's uh, doing what is that English language? Music? Well, yeah, and, and and I was going to this like really cynical and like my notes in this first scene, and they get through and they show kind of a montage of I think it was two or three different songs. Yes, yeah, from, from was, that show. But that one but really were... stuck up to me first. Like, right. I'm sorry, in my joke head, I was like. Oh, that's that's unfortunate. Yeah, but they were all cover. I was like, was she a cover artist? Yeah. Like, what is she going to play anything original? I really enjoy that you have like you really had a blank slate of Selena and only to to carp uh, to shoe polish and and that's it. So yeah, I started out in a really bad place. Yeah, you, yeah. <laughs> so now we flash back to 1961. Uh, Abraham is. An aspiring singer, which I deemed them as the Mexican Jersey Boys, which would have been in the nineteen sixties. You have to have a uh, what do they call those? They're not uh, not barbershop quartets, are they? Well, there was only three of them. So. Yeah, you gotta have four, I guess. But they were in a barbershop. They were. There was only three of them. And why? Why are those places? Why are they all born in barbershops? Is that just a place to get together and sing? Yeah, I don't know. But this was basically to, to iron out the story that uh, Abraham was a, an aspiring musician and it didn't pan out. They go to this. They go to this restaurant, and you know, I really, 
would like to go back in time and be like, was it really that racist back in the day? <sighs> like, we really didn't like Mexicans that much? Okay. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah. I, I bet I'm, it was. I'm, I, I'm, I'm just willing like, to bet that it was. I, I, I guess I just, I've grown up on like, like just Mexicans in my life is never even like, it just wasn't a big deal. Like they're just a little browner. I don't know. My, uh, my issue, I had no issue at the moment in the movie where these scenes were portrayed. But then once the movie was over, one of my first thoughts was why did we have that? Why did we have Abraham's experience at the beginning? I think it It was, was, it's a tell a story of a man who didn't make it, but then wanted to thrust his poor daughter into, uh, being successful in music that's that's only thing i can go from it we just didn't we didn't need it because after that it because we easily transitioned to um when selena is a child yes. i don't know i think we're, this was 20 years later I think we're flash like forwarding he's he's married with three kids it really right. just goes boom like that right and uh selena the youngest of three yep and they're at, they're just having, it's just a day at the house. They're just doing stuff. And, and Abraham breaks out the guitar and just starts playing. And then she walks up and I guess he's never heard her sing before this moment. <laughs> you know, I think that's obviously the movie magic. Okay. I think she probably, like, everyone has had kids. They all, like, sing, like, periodically throughout the day. They'll, But there's always, you always hear about the ones that, maybe sing a little better. And I think that's probably what Selena was, but yes, okay. it was that I never paid attention to this younger one, but damn, she could sing. <laughs> like, <laughs> but no, well, he, jumped, he jumps with it. Cause <laughs> she sings. I remember what song it was, but Blue she Moon? starts singing. Was that what it was? Uh, maybe something like that. Something like that. And then the next scene is like him buying all this equipment. Practically free. Practically, practically <laughs> free. But, Going back to my other point, we could have easily gone from Selena Rodeo concert, basically her last show, to then, let's just go back to 1981, Selena, a kid, and her dad discovers her talent. I don't need to know that the the dad was basically like, hey, I need everybody to know that I could sing too at some point. (laughs) Give me five minutes. (laughs) I need five minutes in this movie. I know, Selena, we get it. But she's not here. She can't. She can't edit this out. So I really want me, my part to be in there. It was bad. Okay. Bad part of the movie. Yeah. It. But I think maybe the the young kid, uh, young kids. Man, you wanted to make this into like a five minute YouTube video. Is what you wanted. This <laughs> is what I'm getting from it. Uh, <laughs> we could have cut out the love scenes. Uh, we could have cut know. out the, the, just just Tell me. do yeah, her singing you. and then she dies and then you're done. The movie is on a rise from from here on. Here the, we go. This was other than the, the, as we get through, there might have been a couple other scenes that I was kind of like, eh, eh, let's let's edit this out. This movie was roughly two hours. It probably could have been about an hour forty five tops. But otherwise, I think we're we're headed. It we're was trending positively. Minutes. It was actually I I thought it went pretty. That's two. That's two hours. I thought it went pretty f- somewhat. Eh, maybe you're right. I kind of did break this up in a couple couple um, sittings, so I will agree. I will, uh, yeah, you, maybe you are right. <laughs> uh, so out of nowhere, like most men, uh, wake up in the middle of the night and say, hey, I want to start a Mexican food restaurant. A- Abraham starts a Mexican food restaurant, and 
because he has one his kids that he started a band. Of course, they're going to play there for free. Um, yeah, that was man. There was a lot going on because okay. clearly they are. Um, you know, he's got a job initially. It looks yes. like at like a chemical plant or something. They live down well near Corpus is where they were at, right? Yeah, you just all okay. everybody works at the chemical plant over in right. And, so he's got let's just he looked like he's working in an office. He's at a desk, so it looked like a pretty stable job. You know, I don't know if the mom worked or not. I can't remember, but he wants to start this band, and then he's like, "We're also going to start a restaurant." And I didn't need to see Edward James almost in his tidy whities We could have edited that out too. But you think okay. he requested that? I really need. To be, <laughs> I need to be like super disgusting. I need the audience to hate my character. <laughs> Put me in tidy ways. That will really bring it down. But uh, then he, he, he starts. Yeah, he starts the restaurant, and the wife is like, "Well, you're not quitting your other job, right?" He's like, "No, no, 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 no never the job. I would and never run a restaurant because everybody runs a restaurant. It's easy." Mm-hmm. Turns out, gringos love Mexican food, which I love. This kind of racism. It's, it's no, my, but it's one of my favorites. He was spot on. Let me see if I can't remember. Hold on. Oh, I'm sorry. My my note was just white people love Mexican food. (laughs) But he was dead on. That was part of the sell sell job to his wife. Right. Was that we opened this place. Like maybe there wasn't one close by. In Corpus. Yeah. And he's like, there's a bunch of white people that live around here. They will all go there to eat. And he was right genius so yes the restaurant's very popular and then he goes oh yeah by the way i quit today and his wife is super upset uh you should usually let your your uh, spouse know if you quit your job i don't know yeah that's probably uh a good move. Did did she let him know before she cut her hair and and became like ninety percent right. less attractive? <laughs> we will get to okay. We will get to Miss. Uh, I don't even remember her name, Marcella, here in a little bit because she uh, she stole my heart earlier. So, um, <laughs> uh, God, that was a good line there. The <laughs> he didn't she didn't consult him about the hair. So. <laughs> I didn't tell you to look uglier 15 weird, years down the road. Yeah, it's a weird revenge pattern. Well, oh, so well. Uh, he quits his job. Nothing could ever happen except Ronald Reagan is the president. Uh, weird, like, it feels like one of those um, <laughs> uh, direct uh, liberal director is, is in He's like, I got to really put something in there about Reagan. <laughs> Um, just take a jab just, when you got the opportunity. You got to do it. So yeah, it was. It wasn't the fact that maybe restaurants are like really hard to run, and <laughs> one of the biggest, uh, like, if like a you want to pick a business that will most likely fail, a restaurant is most like is is it? I believe it is. Like, uh, what is it? What Jay? Help me out. What am I trying to say? Uh, restaurants. As the restaurant business is, like, any business you ever choose, it's got to be one of the more risky businesses I that feel, you can go. I mean, I don't know what the time frame would be, but I feel like if you had restaurant venture that fails within the first, like, three years, 
I would be surprised if that's not greater than or yeah. around like 70%. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, owning a restaurant's pretty hard, but yeah, it's Ronald Reagan's fault. Which is fine. It was funny though. I I I laughed pretty hard at that point. She goes, "It's a uh, you know, it's Reaganomics. It's all his fault. Why you're broke." But uh, he's the producer, so that might have been really what she thought. Yeah. Totally. So, um, who knows? It, it probably could have. So, yes, we're getting into a spot though where uh you see the mom a little bit in the movie, and then I guess whenever they get to the uh, the water shore area, you kind of go, oh, this chick's hot. It would be difficult not to agree with that. And I had the exact same thoughts in the exact same scene because that was after the the kids band is going yeah and they, they've played a couple gigs but they're mainly just at the restaurant so i mean that's right, just free right, right. in front of a bunch of white people so they're like oh cute look at the kids singing where are my enchiladas <laughs> but then they show it's like their first big gig that's at i think it was the harlingen county state fair or something yeah, like that which they didn't do very well yeah but but you know what I, they didn't do very well, but they think, were also about, like eight. Like <laughs> I know. And think about it. If you're in that scenario that you're at a County fair and they always have, they always have the stage and whether it's covered like this one was like under the tent or not. Yeah. There's bands playing throughout the day, unless it's somebody that, you know, or it's always like background music while you're eating like nachos or something. Exactly. Like, I, I mean, I think they were trying to prove the point that they went out there and failed and, but, Nobody booed them. Yeah, they were just, I, I, and the guy was like real appreciative. Like, hey, it's Selena Diaz, don't Dinos. You know, it's like, cool. And but, the crowd is just basically indifferent. I think they tried to emphasize like the next group that came on, they came out in the same, the same crowd was like on their feet. There was like 15 people, but, but they were standing and cheering. And for Selena and the kids, they were just kind of like, yeah, thanks for coming out. Yeah, anyways. They're... So they're upset. They go. They go to the beach. <laughs> and then, well, hold and on. Then I, the I hot got... moms dancing around. Yeah, hot moms dancing around. I also have to. Uh, I have a uh, a note here. Uh, I'm I'm probably not gonna be able to pull the clip up, but uh, minute minute eight uh, thirty eighteen. Selena mom is super sexist. Uh, oh. she's just oh. like listen. Men are better at music. Women can't do this. <laughs> and I'm like, wow, all right. Like, good to know. Well, but, maybe that's just what, you know, what she was told. So she was just passing that on. And it, it came off like it was, it was, I don't know, like, yeah, you can't do anything good. Was that what is she, was she telling that to Selena? She was talking to, um, to Abe about it oh i mean some of it could have been just thinking of no she didn't like tell her her little daughter like listen you're never gonna be anything it's no big deal men are better (laughs) so i I couldn't remember i mean you know adrian told rocky and rocky four that he couldn't beat the russian maybe it was just kind of like a reverse psychology deal true it's true well the worst part of the movie happens uh we flash we, we we flash forward and Selena's mom is no longer attractive. <laughs> so, she, she is mommed out to just, like a just, thousandth uh, degree. Yeah, and I believe in the mo- in uh, 
Constance Marie, by the way, I want to give her a shout out. Constance Marie, uh, she played the mom. Uh, and she, I believe, yes, four years older than Jennifer Lopez. So I, I would, I would buy that because uh, J Lo was uh, probably like 25, 26 when she made this. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Yeah. Because okay, I think yeah. she's 50 now. Yeah, she's 51. Yeah. Okay. And Edward Which James is, Edward James almost played a super old guy as as long as I've ever known him to be. Yeah, that's all he plays, right? Um, um yeah. Uh, where was I at here? Oh, back to my notes. Yeah, mom's so, not hot anymore. So mom's not hot anymore. Thank you so much for uh, helping me there. So yes, we get a grown Selena. We're now J Lo. We're in the J Lo era. She starts looking like J Lo. Good to know. Uh, so they're at this county. Uh, kind of looks like a county fair or whatever. Yeah, it's just it's just other other gigs. What are those car like, like a the pop up carnival in the yeah. background? So uh, this is the big reveal where, uh, as I have written down, as Fancy Brawl makes an appearance. Okay, I am a fan. <laughs> Sounds like we need to bring back the Bustier. <laughs> What are your thoughts in general? <clears throat> just for, well, you can go overall or just from an acting perspective of Jennifer Lopez. Okay. She is okay. Her performance of being Selena on stage is probably second to none. I don't think anybody could probably do it any better. Does that okay. make sense? Uh, well, we're 100% on the same page so far. So, okay. yeah, it makes sense. So, I will have some notes here later about. Uh, J Lo, Brooklyn accent with a Texas t- twang. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it kind of comes and goes. Oh throughout man, the movie. it it comes and goes. I never realized this when I was watching it as a kid, but man, she. Uh, if you do, I actually did listen. Go back and listen to some like um, uh, Selena interviews. My God, again, she was just so gorgeous. But um, yeah, you hear her, and she just uh. Yeah, kind of has like a a Mexican Texas twang. Was that what right. I would what I would describe her accent as? J Lo tries to do that, but it's just too J Lo, and and she doesn't work. It just doesn't work. She she has moments where she's totally Brooklyned out, and then she goes, "Oh yeah, I forgot I'm Texan." So yeah, that's that's how I would I would justify it's it's her doing a little acting as being Selena, and then her also being herself. Does that make sense? Okay. I mean, no, it makes sense just with respect to the movie. Overall, I feel like she is she is somebody and let's just let's just look at like acting, performing that type of thing. She's like pretty good at everything, <laughs> but not great at anything. Mm-hmm. Like I don't think she's a uh, I mean, this is hard because she's clearly a million more times talented than I am. But just with respect, you know, comparison to her field. I don't know. Let's compare careers. Okay. What have you done? <laughs> not a whole lot. Let me tell you. What have you done? So, I mean, let's just kind of go. She's not, she's not a great actress. I mean, no. I, I think from what I've seen, I think this performance and the movie Out of Sight with George Clooney are the only two movies I've ever seen her in where I was like, she was really good in that. It I can't think. 
It wasn't made in Manhattan. No, and it wasn't enough. And it wasn't, I don't know, all the other terrible movies that she's made and she's terrible in them. Like uh, as funny, a <laughs> funny story about made in Manhattan. Me and me and a friend of mine, we went on a double date with a two girls at the movie theater and we went and watched Made in Manhattan. About 20 minutes in, we didn't really like the girls, and we definitely didn't like the movie. So we go, hey, we're going to go to the restroom, and we left. Oh, what a big jerk. That was a huge jerk. That was <laughs> could have just... So I'm just... <laughs> I'm going to say you're a big jerk right before I say that as a musical artist, J-Lo is also not that great. I think, I think she dances well. I think her uh, you know, greatest talent currently is, holy crap, how do you look like that when you're 51? That's her current talent, yes. And giant bottom. That's, uh, yeah, bottom. Th- those, are the, those are the bullet points. Yes. Uh, that was pretty evident. And... Ah, we won't get into that, but no, 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 no. <clears throat> we don't. We're not going to bog on that. That's no just a, a point to be made. But I will say, uh, on top of Selena's mom being a huge star, the big star of this movie, I believe, is one another, Pete Estudio. Do you know who Pete Estudio is? Uh, no, I do not. Please enlighten me. Uh, if you notice, there is uh backgrounds uh or like backup singers in her band ones that dance and sing okay there's one gentleman who has a fantastic haircut uh would you like to describe that haircut hold on you're gonna have to you have to enlarge that a little bit oh wow that is a tremendous mullet yes that is pete estudio estudio um he was actually the real life backup singer to Selena. She he was brought into the movie. Um and I was always fascinated by this dude's mullet. His mullet is absolutely <laughs> epic. epic and uh bravo to P Estudio, so or Pedro. So, and, so and, but he actually a uh, little background, he became a huge star and uh an American singer, so no. Well, saying. I've also never heard of them, him, so, you yeah. know. Do they have a movie about him? <laughs> you know there's only no. one way to get that going. <laughs> oh, dear. Oh, no. Yeah. So, at, like, at this this part of the movie, we get introduced. J-Lo is in the picture. She's now grown-up Selena, and we're getting some just footage of different performances. And, and I think it's just the progression of yeah. the band and her popularity and all that. At this point, as good as as Jennifer Lopez is in the role, as they were transitioning, and you know they've got a tour bus now, and they're going from place to place. I was kind of watching it, thinking, why don't we have like just little, you know, bits of footage of the actual Selena either performing or like some kind of a montage thing as they're traveling to different places. We can still show the movie footage, but sounds like you want uh, what we call in the biz, a documentary. Well, I wanted to see a little bit, not a lot, just a little bit. Just give me, just give me a taste. I understand. Well, I, I, again, if there is a Selena documentary, I'm sure there's one out there, but uh, yeah, this, that kind of wasn't what this was. I mean, they had a little bit at the end, but, uh, yeah, it just wasn't. I mean, yeah, I I can get what you're saying because I think you needed perspective of like, what am I seeing 
in this movie compared to what it was like in real life, I think is what you're trying to go at. Yeah. Okay. So I think we meet the the new guitarist. Hold Chris. on. Is it Chris? We're going to get to Chris here in a second. We didn't okay. get to the, the bus incident. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So for some reason, late at night, he goes to AB, who is the older brother and bassist. And he goes, I want you to go fill up Big Bertha, which is the bus. Uh, they go, and Selena and uh, Sister Susie gets on the bus with them to go get gas. If this, for some reason, he ended up on the side of the road, which I had actually found out. This is actually a true story, by the way. Okay. Um, so, by the way, I will just say, yeah, um, J-Lo was fucking hot in this scene, um, just in my opinion. Uh but uh she she is like we need to get we need to stop somebody one of the guys tries to stop him and Selena's like i got it like <laughs> i will obviously stop a car before you will look at me um so he stop they stop these uh guys in a low rider and they for some reason are like yeah we'll help not go take him to a telephone or they'll be like yeah we'll pull this huge bus out with this <laughs> little car i don't know how we thought this would ever work but here we go so they they tie a rope to the bus to the car and they kind of burn out a little bit and then the bumper breaks and this is where we get into the selena salinas uh portion of the the movie which this is a hilarious scene to me the the bumper breaks off they say hey we that's okay it's no big deal we'll take you and go get phone but i'm gonna hang this Hang this yeah, bumper off. This garage. Yeah, in the in this garage. You can tell the look on the face of AB, uh, and he's like, "Holy shit, these guys are gonna kill us." <laughs> That's the only thing you look. It looked like he was like, "These guys are gonna absolutely kill us." We just fucked. Well, up he the was when they. Well, even when they stopped, I feel like he was a little concerned. But then they they recognized Selena like right away. Oh right? yeah, as soon as they yeah. got as soon as they, they go, that was Selena's. Yeah. I'm sorry, I'm going to do a lot of those voices tonight. Uh, but that was pretty that was pretty spot on. Um, yeah, so they, they immediately knew that that was Selena's, which I don't really know how. It didn't seem like Selena at the time was super famous, but, you know. Uh, they did, they did like, break off that if you were of Latin descent, you just knew who she was. Yeah, I think there was mention that, that there had been... Uh... If, if, even if it was just one song, I think there was mention that she was number one on the Tejano charts mm. somewhere around this time. Well, uh, I think that gets a little further down. But yeah, now we meet Chris, the crazy rocker guy. Um, and he was just trying out, right? Just to try out in the middle of a living room, which normally is what happens. Did you did you like when they when they first introduced this character? And then when they transition to a scene later that that heavily involves him, that they just went with the default oh, Guns yeah. and Roses "Welcome to the Jungle" did they as do the background two, music. Did they do two Guns and Roses songs in this movie? I think it was "Welcome to the Jungle" twice. Okay, so I'm not crazy. I literally no, thought you're it was not at all. Okay, so they used "Welcome to the Jungle" for the cutting of the hair and and bracelets, and. <laughs> And then they did it again in the trashing of the uh, yes, <laughs> and, and that and that was that the was hotel room. Observation was they used it once, and I was like, okay, well, considering when this was made, did they buy that song? They're like, fucking use yeah. it again. They won't notice. <laughs> like, well, we only we could only get one of them, 
so we'll just use it twice. But right. they, they they used it once before the tryout, and I'm like, okay, I mean that fits the time frame, and that's a very generic, you yeah. know, riff to it use. Didn't really make sense, but all right, whatever. Not really, but it's supposed to just kind of, I guess, uh, you know, paint a picture of kind of who he is or who his background is, what his background is musically. But yeah, when they used it again, I had the same reaction, like. We just heard this. How was this in the? Are they trying to put this bias? <laughs> Wait, hold on. You're not letting use the song again. Anyways, uh, so Selena and Chris really, really hit it off pretty early. Uh, they, she just goes, "Want to go get food and go get pizza together?" Um, this is a true story. They went. Their first date was at a Pizza Hut. Th- this was actually yes, yeah, a true story. Uh, though. I think this is when actually he said I love you to her. I don't know. Just rumors. I don't know. This is what is what was said, but it really wouldn't have made sense like they would have just met and be like he goes, "Yeah, I love you, by the way." <laughs> so <laughs> he he wasn't uh he was basically her same age, right? There's not a big age difference there, uh, do you know? Man, I'm going to have to look that up because there might have been I mean, and when I say significant, like 10 years or more. No, it doesn't look like there was. Because I think uh, Selena would be turning 50 this year if she was still alive. Okay. And he is 51. So, no. There oh, wasn't, okay. There so, wasn't they're basically a, the same age. They were the same age. Everything was kosher. So, um, yeah. So, this ridiculous scene is... And then this this scene felt a lot like, oh, yeah, she's trying to be Selena. But this is also, it feels like J-Lo. A lot in this scene. Well, yeah, well, I think the accent, the Texas accent, went. This is one of the scenes that went away. Yeah, it went away. Like I love food, and you know, I don't know. I yes. Really, yeah. There no, was. No, you're. Yeah, this one it the, was the the accent the definitely whole, faded. Yeah, it was the whole speech that that she gave in the movie uh, about like doing yeah, interviews. Yeah. And and they ask her about her figure, and she says, "Well, I eat." whole medium pizza and i was just like a medium that's what that's not that impressive well, and and a bag of doritos and a I whole don't medium by all. yourself is not impressive but it is it is a what is it it's 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 a meal and a half a meal and a quarter maybe are we talking i, I guess we're talking like pan or thick thick crust yeah i mean but that's not cc's medium no 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 that'd be oh, okay. that'd be a cinch so, that's a snack as by the way i had a large pizza by myself today and i ate half of it oh is that a good deal that's not a good amount but you know uh, that's a i mean that's basically a meal that was a meal you're um, doing okay I, I did all right but uh <laughs> ridiculous uh portion of it I, I would like to know the uh fc of this is if chris actually had a uh a, a holster for his hot sauce you think that's yeah i think he had cholula with the iconic wooden cap which by the way not that hot (laughs) (laughs) that's a good good point it's usually on the table maybe not at pizza hut but Uh, like you don't really need to bring it that's not a uh whoa where'd you get that i haven't seen that anywhere Whoa! But it's also like he's like, oh, it's never hot enough for me. But I don't think like Cholula hot sauce is that hot. Like, and I'm a kind of a wuss when it comes to spicy food. Well, then he was in the movies trying to impress her a little bit. It's never hot enough for me, and he puts it all on there and takes one bite and, and basically can't even over yeah. 
overwhelms him immediately. Yeah, well, but they're just ha- a couple of kids just having fun. Just having, a, yeah. But yeah, you could tell there is definitely, definitely a chemistry. I think something's going to happen here. Um, so they, I believe, they're going to be going to Mexico. There was a whole thing with this scene. I did I even write down this scene. I didn't write down this scene at all. I guess. Oh, the the concert in Mexico. The concert in Mexico. This is a huge so, deal because they're Mexican American, but also there was a really interesting r- rant that Abraham goes through. Even though he's kind of an asshole through the whole movie, you're kind of like, huh, interesting. No, I think you made some. Uh, there were some good points made as Very far good. as uh, they had reached. They 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 can play state fairs. They can play or county fairs. They can do all this stuff local. But their their avenue to popularity is going to be uh, the opportunity would be to go yeah play gigs in Mexico and the band wants to do it he's like you don't need to do it well, why not well because uh, first off Selena you don't really speak Spanish very well and you're going to need to more or less perfect that because if you get down there and you're playing and you're not I guess enunciating words correctly or saying all the right things that the the crowd and or the media is just going to tear you apart. And he didn't want to, he didn't want that for his daughter. So I think he, he made the point of uh, they're in the position that um, they're in America and because of their ancestry, they're, they're too Mexican to be popular in America, but in Mexico, they're not Mexican enough. I think that was the, the point that he made. I thought it was, I really thought that was a very interesting kind of rant. You're like, we got to be more Mexicans than the Mexicans and more American than the Americans. And he went on this whole long rant. That was really good. You know, this is a really good actor. So it's not, you know, right. It was a really interesting rant, especially for, you know, there's a lot of people maybe watch this who don't know a ton about that type of culture. But let me. Well, I mean, and to compare it to something in real life. When Jennifer Lopez was cast in the role, there was some backlash oh, because yes. she she's of I guess Puerto, Puerto Rican, Rican descent. Yeah, she's certainly not Mexican enough to play this role. Not at all. No matter. Yeah. No. That I wanted to play this um, <clears throat> this one clip. It's actually in a in a montage of Selena being funny or whatever it is. Let me see if I can get the sound up here. Okay. Okay, there's going to be a lot of <laughs> subtitles, but you're... <laughs> I can't translate. <laughs> okay, maybe I didn't think this fully <laughs> through, but just... Okay. What was funny about that is it, it she it, said the wrong word. She said the wrong number, and she was supposed to say DSA Quattro, which is, or, um, hold on, she, let me back it up. See, this is the part where I know a little bit of Spanish, so I can. A ver. Casi todos los diseñadores ponen si es un dieciséis, lo ponen que es un dieciscuatro. Yeah, so DSA Quattro is not a number. It's oh, okay. it's catorce is the uh, for 14 <laughs> yes for 14 okay and so she and this is like i think this is on what they call christina is actually mentioned in the movie this is a huge talk show in mexico and she totally screwed it up so like th- it does kind of uh show that yeah she didn't know spanish that well 
So. Okay. Well, and that was in that was in the movie before they play this big concert in Mexico. There's a press conference. Yeah. And they're real nervous about it. And, and she's like, okay, well, I have an idea of what we can do. So they get in there. There's some questions back and forth. And she is responding in Spanish. Everything's going fine. And then she gets to a point where I think she just doesn't know the word in Spanish. So she just says, she speaks in Spanish and then she pauses and then she just says, excited and then <laughs> smiles and giggles. And everybody's like, that's funny. And Selena is very likable individual. Yeah. And we're all good with this. Yeah. But yeah, that was actually, that's a legit moment that, you know, she wasn't, she did not know Spanish very well, but she, she knows a whole lot more Spanish than me, but, um, uh, I was going to get to, so there was that, the, the concert, which kind of looked like one of those, uh, old nine inch nails. It looked like Lollapalooza in yeah, yeah, the nineties, like, man. Yeah. I was having flashbacks. So it was like, I gotta go. I gotta go back to one of those. Yeah, no doubt. But yeah, there was a little bit of a, uh, squeeze situation and they, they broke the stage. Uh, funny fact about this one, uh, the, uh, real Chris actually mentioned that during that actual process uh, thing, they said, he's like, that was actually much worse than what they portrayed. They kind of like, uh, softened it a bit. Like he says, that was scary. He's like, I thought that fucking stage was going to break. Right. Well, so. P PG movie. So they only <laughs> kind of implied yeah. that people were being crushed. And they just had, the, I did kind of laugh thinking about, they're just trying to get the point across that the stage was coming apart, but they just kind of had the one, the one like two by four, a nail slowly comes up. And this one board just kind of warps a little bit. Okay. I don't know if we got that lady up off the cage, but yeah, you know, she's fine. <laughs> she's, she's being squeezed. Like they're, they're like, yeah, we can't play anymore. And I'm like, well, with the damage on the stage, you just need one guy with a hammer just to come out and kind of go bump, bump, bump. Yes. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, man, my notes are not that great. I guess I, this was kind of rushed a little bit here, but uh, uh, there was a bungee jumping scene. Uh, well, before kinda that. Kind of aged a little bit. Okay, go ahead. Be before See, I missed that, a little bit there. I was just going to say in between, because that's the the next thing I have, but in between the concert and that is when I think we had the, um, so Chris and Selena are really starting to, they, they, they're, they, they like each other, obviously, and they've, they've kept it hidden, basically, but now their affection for one another is, is pretty obvious, and uh, the dad becomes aware of it, and he is not a fan, and he's basically, uh, he certainly doesn't want Chris to marry her. This is the theme of the movie for, I wish I would have timed it. And how many times he's like, this will never happen. You'll not be together type thing. Like, I don't know. It, it, well, and this is the, to me, some of that he's protecting her career and or her and maybe equally. But then it's ironic as we get towards the end that he's so careful to protect her in each and every step. And then all of a sudden, whoops, missed bo one bo boy. Does he <laughs> miss the most obvious one of all time, but uh, we'll, 
we'll get there. But he he essentially runs Chris out of the band by yeah. just saying, "You can't be around my daughter, and uh, if you guys don't, you know, stop seeing each other or whatever, um, you know, you're out." And he's like, "All right, well, see you later." Yeah, or uh, or Abe's Abe's line was. Uh, he was like, I love her. He's like, of course you do. She's rich and beautiful. I was like, damn. All right. Is that all she is? Uh, okay. Okay. Now that's fair. But I also actually love her. Yo, she likes pizza. I like pizza. Um, and Doritos. Yeah. We got a little bit more. It's uh, There's a little bit more layers here, Abe. If we could sit down and talk about this. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Oh, this is where I run down uh, Selena's accent and uh, is J-Lo a bad actress, which I'm it's still inconclusive. But um... well, it was it was any scene that was more like casual, like it's it's her and her sister or it's Selena and Chris and they're hanging out on the porch or they're like sitting on a bridge or something. Then all of a sudden, like the most random Texas accent comes out of nowhere. And I, I was just here at the house just watching it myself. So I didn't have anybody to comment to, but I'm just kind of looking around an empty room like, did anybody just catch that? <laughs> looking no at one a else. chair over here like, did you hear that? It's like another character came in all of a sudden. Yeah. And, and yeah, okay. So my two unnecessary scenes are one, anything related to dad's barbershop trio. And the bungee jumping scene, which was basically just her bungee jumping. And I, my note was... <laughs> we could have done you know, without that. <laughs> well, that is, like if that's how she had died, I mean, I guess we wouldn't be doing the podcast. <laughs> she, she died. Dude. But they're, they're just at like a fair or a carnival and there's a bungee jumping and everybody's like, oh no. And she's like, I'll do it. There's a oh, lot of things that, okay. that age this movie. And I think bungee jumping might be it. That that might be because that might have been a, a much newer thing twenty something years ago. But I was, I, I've never done it, and I don't think I, I ever would. I never but. will either. But it was always one of those like, oh yeah, bungee jumping. And I don't know like anybody that would. I don't know. Bungee jumping's just not like the thing anymore. Yeah, I I think uh, just from the, from the perspective of the movie, I was like, we could we definitely cut this. Well, we could cut this back a little bit. So. As all good parents do, they run the guy that they don't like into the arms of the of the daughter that they didn't want to get married. Uh, Chris and Selena definitely get married. Uh, why did I say so confusing? Oh, oh, it's because so they got married, and out of nowhere, the radio finds out. Uh, yeah, that's some weird. Real, I guess had some really good spies at the courthouse. I don't know. I guess. Okay, but um. Well, you know, Selena, everybody knows Selena. So they probably saw her and then word, word, word travels fast. Um, but they go to the house and she's like, sorry, Dad. Yeah, I totally got married. And he's like, it's cool. No big deal. I think you're you're uh, reducing this scene a, a little bit because I thought <laughs> this was really good. And it, it was the dad coming to terms that his, his daughter is all grown up. Oh, yeah, for sure. But it was kind of just, it was, I said, said it was confusing in the sense of, like, you were such a prick to her, and then you were basically pushing her to do this, and then when she does it, you're like, ah, good. I re- well, you know, I'm pretty good with that. 
I think he at least mentioned because because I guess he would have found out because they made it in the movie at least mm-hmm. like they they know that it's out there and her parents are gonna know and she says let's tell him tomorrow like give him give him a day because in this whole scene he mentions that the day before he was furious. And he hated everything about it and blah, blah, blah. But after he had thought about it for a day, conveniently, he was, uh, he was okay with it now. Okay, I feel like I'm forgetting a, a few of these scenes here, but... Because I have, they, uh, if they I'm get missing, married. If I'm missing a scene here, well, okay, we did kind of gloss over the, the, the hotel trashing scene, which is fine, where Guns N' Roses yeah. was played again. That uh, was, yeah, I don't that was just, I guess, a, a tense moment that that was, I guess, kind of Chris's fault. Yeah, they kind of made the dad look at him in a negative light, which I guess leads to him wanting to push him away because he's like, "This guy's no good." Yeah. Uh, by the way, full disclosure: there was a fact that that was actually true. That's that had happened where Chris and his buddies, which, by the way, weirdest scene ever. Where, hey guys, let's get in the hotel room and just. I don't even know what they were doing. They didn't even look like they were drinking. They were just kind of wrestling around in the room. It was again. It was very yeah, odd. It looks like. I mean, first off, I mean, I guess you'd have to still sleep there. I mean, there's all this stuff broken everywhere and stuff. It looks like a lot of effort. Yeah, it like, was a lot. It was a lot going on. And he's just like in the corner, like playing his guitar and just kind of watching. Like that would be that. That would be me. There'd be three people destroying a hotel room, and I'd be just sitting in the chair looking at my phone. Like, yeah. I guess whenever this is done, we'll go get something to eat. I don't know. I don't know what, uh, what's happening. But right yeah, now. that actually did happen. But actually, the timeline was off. He actually did that whenever Chris was uh, already married to uh, Selena. Oh, okay. So that was. I don't know, a little strange. It sounds like Chris had a little bit of a wild side. Oh, I mean, that they, they kind of softened only, a little bit. They were still only like 21, 22, 23 years old. I mean, think about it. Sounds like okay, so they were married in 1992. Man, they were young, yeah. So, like, like 21, right? 20, yeah, so yeah. 20, 21, yeah. Okay, I mean, I probably would have, if I had a lot of money, I would probably would have given it a shot. But he apparently he he that cost him thousands to do to ruin that uh ruin that hotel room. Um I guess we should go over like the music of it. So as a non Selena listener, what did you think of the music throughout the movie? Uh well it was okay. I mean it was clear that she was a very good uh she had a really good on stage presence and like the audience buys into it she's not just like a statue up there singing mm-hmm. you know um i mean the music itself a lot of it has that i guess you would say tejano sound or flair to it which i just don't get it but th- i'll just leave it at that okay well, I just wondered if you maybe you became a a fan of Bitty Bitty Bumba or, <laughs> or Bitty Bitty Bum Bum or whatever it's called. Uh, not necessarily. Well, good montage, good good Bitty Bitty Bum Bum montage. Uh, 
I'm sure it was just like, hey, you know, we she wore all these outfits, so J Lo's got to wear all these outfits now, and we need them all for this. That's what it seemed evident to me. But um, at the end of it, the record producers are looking at her, going, "She's a star. Uh, we want her to do an English album. Cross it over." So it this at this point, like Selena is the shit. Like she is the one of the biggest stars. Uh, and it sounds like also she made a lot of money too. So I, uh, yeah. And in the movie, the dad is, I was still expecting in the movie him to be like, I don't know. I don't think she's ready yet, but like, he's like, yeah, it's time. It's yeah. time to do this. And no. I think, yeah, I think at the time of her, her death, cause I looked this up today and you know, on internet, so who knows if it's accurate or not, but. I think she was worth her net worth was like ten million at the time of her death. Oh yeah, and that like, I mean, like and she, that was yeah. twenty twenty five years ago, twenty six years ago, and she really like popularity wise was popular, obviously, but hadn't exploded. Across, I would say you know, the she whole was. World. I would say her her stretch was really small as far as it was more to the Mexican Latin uh, crowds and then all of Mexico, it seemed like. And so, but it wasn't like, Oh, a few people like her. No, like everybody there liked her. And then there yeah. was some, you know, like, I don't know if there was a lot of Americans, but that liked her, like that listened. I didn't know anybody that listened to Hanos music, especially Selena, who were like didn't know who didn't know Spanish, right? <clears throat> but I, I know that then she did the English album, and she, yes, she became wildly popular. So, uh, and we'll yeah we'll address that when it gets to the proper yeah time and the in the timeline. But I think now we've we've established popularity, doing the crossover album, things are going well. And I believe we now get introduced to the character of Yolanda Saldivar. Yeah, and nothing will ever come of this. Uh, they she basically puts her in charge of her entire business, no problem. Uh, barely know her, should be should be fine. They and, didn't do a very good background check. Yeah, Abe goes. I don't know. I'm still really weary of the husband. So you just hire whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and put her in charge of yeah everything. Um, so she gets nominated for a Grammy. They go to Los Angeles, and they go to. I like this mall scene because, uh, <laughs> but maybe Jake could have gone done without the mall scene. No, uh, the mall scene as a whole again is just demonstrating her popularity. I don't know if this played out exactly the way as it's portrayed. But they just did the pretty woman scene about the female that goes into the store. She's like, you work on commission, right? Yeah, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) The people that work there are basically like, uh, obviously, you don't have enough money to buy that dress. You don't need to try it on. Like, yeah. Again, I was looking for someone to point this out to. I was like, I feel like it's word for word. Oh, it definitely. I had the same thought in my head too. If Jay, if you and me were watching this together, we would have been like, <laughs> we would have just gone pretty woman simultaneously. <laughs> so, <laughs> yes, I was thinking the same thing. I'm going pretty woman scene uh, with a Latin feel. Uh, yeah, and uh, they turned out to not like the dress, but I like it. Uh, I like seeing a nice, ignorant white woman. 
So, um, so I think now we get into uh, the next thing I had noted was uh, between Selena and Chris, they're back at home and uh, she's mowing the yard. And I only made note of this scene because yeah. she has like the old, she I don't even, what do you even call that thing? They, it's one of those, it's not a motorized uh, mowers. It's a push mower that just, it's a mechanical. <laughs> it's just got the blades, but no motor. She's a millionaire yes. who has a Grammy. She doesn't have a lawnmower. Or a lawn company that comes and mows <laughs> it for her. Yes. It's, it's ironic on like four levels. Yes, it is. It's, it's a funny scene because I, yes, I did mention that. I, I did have a note of that. Like, yes, see, um, <laughs> it's mowing her own lawn with a <laughs> shitty mechanical mower. <laughs> She, it was like she's mowing her lawn with 1961. <laughs> I mean, it was just terrible. Yeah, that that made no sense. I don't know. That that was no foresight there. Like it wasn't like no one in the background was like, "Hey guys, I get this," but like Selena was like a millionaire at this point, right? And they're at like, least, "I mean, yeah, yeah, easily." Yeah, she was a millionaire, but you know, she she stayed humble, mowed her own lawn. With a like, like those those mowers are for like, uh, I've actually used one of those before, and I had I was working at like the fire station where there was a like a ten by ten patch of grass that we had to mow, and we used one of those because so that makes sense. Yes, but not it it looked like it was a very large yard. (laughs) It was a corner lot, like three hours. (laughs) It was a corner lot. (laughs) So wow unbelievable yeah it was unbelievable okay well hold on but she also wins a grammy uh she designs clothes blah 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 okay but that was a big thing too that you know uh selena designed clothes and she had a boutique which yolanda was embezzling from exactly so now we get into where abraham has discovered that something is uh something's a little amiss with the books the books are not looking great and, you know, because she has so many millions of dollars that, yeah, a little few thousand here can go away. Um, apparently, Yolanda had uh, previous issues with embezzling of some sort. And um, so we're getting to the point where, yeah, she now shoots her. It kind of is a weird kind of transition where... Selena and Chris, okay, they get to the the mowing scene and then they talk about having a kid and they go do it. I don't know. Um but then it just kind of goes into Yeah. It, it was it, it was so so they so the the dad points it out to Selena mm-hmm. and basically like something's going on here, you know, this doesn't make sense. They confront Yolanda about it mm-hmm. and she doesn't have she doesn't have answers, she but, she but, gives, she's, but she says, I'm going to get the documentations. It's like, okay. Which, which is what people say if they are either have no idea what they're doing or they're pulling a fast one. Yeah. And, and in my head, I'm just like, how does the dad not just say, you will get the hell out of here right now and we will never see you again and just leave it at that and just be like, okay, maybe we just lost a hundred grand, but we're going to make it up because you know what? You're still Selena. You know what? It, uh, what's the guy from the big Lebowski? Uh, the one John, uh, John Goodman plays. 
I don't remember the characters' names. I'm gonna have to remember the name now. I'll find it in two seconds. Okay. Vamping Walt- <laughs> Walter. Uh, what it reminds me of now is is like Selena's dad was like Walter, and whenever uh, what's his name would talk, he's like, "Shut the fuck up, Donnie!" Like he would get really <laughs> pissed off. And then this one guy who's like totally talking shit, the Jesus would come by, and he just wouldn't yeah. say a word. And that's that's Selena's dad okay. when Yolanda was around. He's like, "Hey, I think you're stealing. Oh, you know, just let me know if you are." Chris just comes yeah, around was, and goes, "What are you doing? What are you doing, my wife and daughter?" Like it was very <laughs> right. I mean, with Yolanda, it was very much like, "Okay, you know, we'll give you, uh, we'll give you this chance." Yeah. And I, I think, in reality, I think obviously more than like the next day went by. I think it was more of a. You know, she's not answering phone calls and she's dodging everything. And eventually Selena takes it upon herself to go confront her about her not providing all this paperwork and stuff. Um, and she confronts her and she goes to Yolanda staying at a day's end in Corpus. Oh, so you, which, uh, you did a little research on this, huh? Yeah, and my first thought is if you and if this comes with Selena, it's youth. She doesn't have someone else that's taking care of this for that type of thing, you know. Um, but if you're worth ten million dollars, you really shouldn't set foot in a day's end for any reason. You're definitely not confronting someone who might be stealing money from you. I really have to wonder. Like, there seems to be more to the story than maybe anyone's letting on. I don't know why. I don't know. Maybe Selena thought maybe she might be in trouble some some sort. I don't know. Maybe she. I mean, she's twenty three years old with uh, like millions of dollars. Man, I'd be like, what the fuck's going on? Like, I would be very confused too. Um, Um, but but I, I, she confronts Yolanda, and you know, all we know, I assume, is what Yolanda told the police, FBI, as to. Yeah, there's no other, there the was no other witnesses there. Yeah, right. Uh, but apparently, there was uh, a lot of a lot of words exchanged, and uh, I my assumption is that you know Selena probably left there with uh, you know not only is Yolanda fired, but you know we're calling the cops, and you're going to jail for this and that type of thing, and she is Yolanda pulls the gun, Selena is running turn to get to get get out of the room away from her and she fires what i read she fired one bullet and one bullet only and it hit her like in the right lower shoulder like a shoulder blade i think it was right yeah around the shoulder blade right and it the bullet came through and it severed an artery mm-hmm. so it's like one shot and just like the from that angle and especially where it hit her like the only angle that probably it was on the it was on her right side too, probably like the only angle or right where it was where it would have been a fatal shot. Kind of Everything like a else. kind of like, I would say a one in a million shot. Maybe so, especially yeah, especially if she fired one. It's not like she, you know, let, you emptied know, the chamber yeah, at her. Not at all. So let me let me show you this. So this is the real life Yolanda. Let her explain what happened. Oh, wow. I want to hear this. Okay. This is on. Uh, is this in Spanish? <laughs> oh, no, no, it's not. <laughs> Jesus. 
Oh, sorry. Went down. On the ticket. grabbed my feet and told me not to leave her. And I picked her up and I told her, just leave. And I grabbed the gun, put it in my head. I pulled the thing back. And I said, if you don't leave, I'm going to do it to Lena. And she got up and she says, Mom, we need to talk about this. We need to talk about this. I'm going to close the door. And when she was walking to the door, she was going at an angle. And I told her, don't close the door. And in that instant, the gun went off. But why didn't it hit you? Because I was pointing to the door and it just went. So her defense is that it was an accident. Uh, <laughs> not for a <laughs> nanosecond do I believe no. any of that. No. Uh, I believe the other witness testimony was as Selena got out from the hotel room and walked, I think it was to the, uh, front, desk. To the front desk, which was uh, not very close. I believe it was like the distance of a football field away to get to the the front desk 300 the blood... leaving a 390 foot long trail of blood right and i believe the comment it was that yolanda was walking after her and still uh referring to her as a bitch the right. whole time that's not really what you say when you accidentally shoot somebody you're not then like hey get back here bitch <laughs> yeah yeah, did you watch this? I watched a little bit of this interview today. Like you, I, and I actually remember. So I remember we talked about it in a previous podcast. The one uh, uh, behind the music that did make me cry was the one of Dimebag Daryl or Pantera, right? Whenever he was killed, and then the behind the music of Selena. Oh, yes. I've never seen it. Very good. Because I do remember this chick was in, was interviewed during it, and uh, Yolanda, and I was just going, this bitch is wacky, like she yeah. is absolutely out of her mind. So, um, yeah, I mean, absolutely, she she a hell of a, I mean, sorry to say, hell of a shot, because uh, it was just across the room and. I mean, she could have shot her in the arm and it would have been fine. It was just no big deal. But hitting hitting like a ma- major artery right? and, uh, yeah, having her bleed out like that is just awful. Just truly so, awful. In the movie, we get back to the whole thing. This is rated PG. They don't show that. They're actually showing a performance, which I think is this is just like a... I don't think they even show blood. No, no, no. They they yeah. they show her performing, and then it's. Uh, I think it was just. It's just symbolic. It's like a dream happened. sequence type thing. Yeah. Right. Something happened in the performance where either she. It's almost like she forgets the words to her song, or she gets stuck, or she's just kind of looking out in the crowd, and she's either holding a rose, or there's a rose that falls from somewhere, and when it hits the stage, you hear a gunshot, mm-hmm. and then it goes to the the hotel scene which you don't see anything you oh see yeah some... they don't even have a confrontation scene or anything like that that they they really it's really selena's awesome and uh here's j-lo dancing around and then oh yeah by the way she dies at the end and it was i was i was looking that it was 20 minutes it was literally the last three two or three minutes of the movie maybe well, not even it, that yeah because uh yolanda try after 
she had shot her and yeah you know she had essentially passed away at the at the hotel she went and ran and got in her truck she probably didn't run but she got in her truck and was gonna try to get away maybe but a a police cruiser because they'd already the police had been called was pulling up like as she was about to try to drive out of there so she was trapped in there I believe I read there was a nine and a half hour standoff. Yes, with the police and the FBI. And I guess this is the whole thing is you have to do everything you can to keep her from killing herself. I guess that's the protocol. I guess so. Um, as as it says here, in a nine and a half hour standoff, uh, by that time, hundreds of fans had already found out that she had died and had gathered at the scene. Many wept as and cheered as... They uh, took Salvo, uh, I can't say her, Yolanda away. I am kind of surprised. I guess it was enough of a police presence if you've got police and FBI there to yeah. keep the crowd at bay. Because, uh, you know, think of, I don't know, think of some artist that's extremely popular uh, and something like this gets out and there's hundred hundreds of fans at the site and the person who definitely killed them is right there in that truck insane what stops them from just being like let's just drag her out of there <laughs> like i feel like that might happen today yeah for sure no no that's no, it's an insane story because and one that you know i think this movie gets kind of bogged down by like j-lo playing her because like you almost forget that yeah, like Selena was like a real person. Yeah. And was going to be like legitimately one of the bigger um Latin singers. I mean, they say uh, Glorious Estefani or whatever the hell her name is, but uh like she was going to be just as big as her, but no, nah, I mean, I don't know. You don't know. It was 20 so, I was actually shocked when when watching this again, I forgot how young she was when she got murdered. How I mean, it's all speculation, but if she doesn't let's say she just got shot in the arm and then within weeks she's fine and we're back recording and on the road and everything and yolanda just goes to jail how big of a crossover like mainstream career do you think she would have had man that is a it's an extremely good question i know you it's kind of the kind of like kurt cobain uh name your young artist that dies factor that you know i always make you know a joke that you know kurt cobain's still alive he's making some dumb mandolin uh album or something like that or you know doing something goofy to ruin his legacy so i i really can't yeah it's hard to say but i would say that at least a few years after that she would have been a pretty big mainstream hit but she would have already been a huge right star with the latin community like like bigger if she was still 50 years old like she would be today you know she could she'd be like i don't know i'm trying to think of someone who's uh as big as that but uh look uh, lady gaga i don't know um <laughs> i don't know if she would have gotten to that level and coming into this and this is i was saying the latin i was saying the latin lady gaga oh, okay yeah um but coming into this, before watching the movie, before reading anything, before listening to anything, if you'd asked me that question, I'd be like, no. She would have never, in, in you know, with, who she was already popular with, obviously. 
but as far as like a mainstream huge artist no maybe she would have had one song or something like that and i think my attitude was like yeah she had a couple of uh you know uh english tracks that she recorded that were popular but i was like yeah because she got shot and it was a tragedy and white people decided oh that poor girl and that song's pretty good i'm gonna buy that because that was just really sad but then they would have forgotten about it but after seeing this and kind of looking into it and actually putting any level of thought into it, I, I think she would definitely still be like a relevant name. I don't think she would be Beyonce or Taylor Swift or Lady Gaga, but I think she would be as popular or more popular than Shakira. Yeah, definitely. Maybe Jennifer Lopez and Selena would have been at the Super Bowl halftime show. <laughs> Uh, maybe, maybe so. Um, Selena had more talent than J-Lo does. Yeah, quite a bit. So, no, no, I, I think there's definitely, he can't read it in the future, but if it, and it's interesting that you've came through, you can't, you came into it very skeptical, uh, skeptical, and then you kind of came around like going, oh, I think she may be, uh, Jacob always has this line where society gets it right or something like that. Okay. And he, a lot of the times he believes that society most, you know, they just don't get it right. They just kind of hit into a fad and it was all kind of stupid. But I think with Selena, I think maybe society got that one right. No, I got from, you know, the movie doesn't, it tells a story, but it doesn't give you the the complete story. No, it is so rushed. Yeah. Right. But it, with that, or just anything else um, that I've looked at, and this is literal research in the last 48 hours, but the one thing about her that comes through in the movie and anything else I see is just not only like a talented individual, but like a genuine person and a genuinely good person. Oh, God, and I yeah. think that would, have kept, that would have kept her in the limelight and... <laughs> Latin community, community, you know, mainstream, everything. No, uh, and I think also just, I'm just saying, she was just, I'm not saying objectively beautiful. I mean, she was just really very pretty, and I think there would have been something for her, like, I don't know. Yeah. Probably would have gotten into acting if J Lo could do it. Selena could do it. <laughs> How did this oh, go a J Lo passing? Dude, I'm telling you, it's. She did the best she could, but you had to think about it. I mean, I don't know if J-Lo actually knows a lot of Spanish, but she had to, uh, she did. Wait a second. She's Jenny from the block. I I thought she's just, uh, you know, just, she's like me and you. <clears throat> yeah. Well, I know lots of people on the block that are from Puerto Rico <laughs> that know, uh, it's it's more or less like a New York thing where you meet them in Puerto Rico and you're like, hey, what's up? Como se dice? Uh, da, 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 da. And they're like, I don't know what you're saying. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like what? But I, I, maybe she knows. She probably does know. But she had to lip sync Spanish, which I don't think. I don't think Jennifer Lopez's first language was Spanish. So no, and and we have said it before. But uh, when it comes to the the musical performance part of this movie, she did an A plus job. The rest of it was, you know, maybe about a C minus. Yeah, that I really think she struggled with the accent. I think she struggled with any type of full dramatic acting. She she had a real tough time with that. Yeah. 
uh, when she was like being her goofy self or whatever, I think she did. She came off like really genuine. But when she had to go, like, Chris, we need to be together. <laughs> it's just like, oh, God, oh, just kill me. I read, I read that, uh, so we talked about Salma Hayek was the first yeah. pick for the role, but she was like, I can't do it. It's too soon, blah, blah, blah. Uh, she, wanted, she wanted to do Frida. She thought it was too soon, and she wanted oh, to do Frida. Okay. I haven't seen that. I'm not going to watch that. I'm not gonna okay, we're not reviewing. Let me just tell you all right now, the audience, we're not. <laughs> we're not going to review Frida. With no desire. I read that 21,000 different people auditioned for the role of Selena. Well, I believe. Okay, I don't know if that spans because I think they didn't know. Exa- again, this was Rush. I think they were like, "All right, we need uh, from age eight to 21." <laughs> So like they had age 13 Selena and age 16 Selena. And I'm just, I think they were like, listen, we can't do every, let's kind of narrow it down to eight year old to 20 year old. Right. So, right. Okay. That makes a little, I think that's what happened. Uh, there was actually said that, uh, Constance Marie, the hottest one of this in this movie, uh, yeah, she actually, uh, auditioned to be Selena And, (sighs) and they gave her mom. Huh. And he had to. She had to pretend to be attracted to Edward James Olmos. <laughs> you think you think she was hoping that bed scene towards the beginning was just a one shot? Like I can't, I can't look at this. Oh god. Ugh. Like imagine. Okay, so how long? So this is a twenty-year-old movie. She, this twenty-five-year-old woman, has to get in his bed with his old edward he's, he he's, had to be, he was, had to be in his 50s 50, then, yeah right? he was uh he's 74 now so yeah he's like in his 50s she's just like i have to get in this bed with this big fat ugly oh man she's i don't know but yeah uh selena gorgeous constance marie what's up how you doing Two thumbs up on the movie. I, I I'm really excited that you said that. I mean, I I watch this movie in a sense of this is nostalgic to me because I watched this as a kid. I mean, a kid. I was like ten, but as, um, I guess that's still a kid. But yeah. I, I I watched this as a kid growing up. I knew the songs. Um, so yeah, I watched it in a sense of oh, this is nostalgic, and this is also uh, there's also funny parts in it to me now growing up. Like the Reaganomics thing, that was just hilarious. Right. That out of nowhere, she starts bringing that up. I'm like, "What are you doing?" So no, I think I think if they would have cut, like I said, two or three <laughs> scenes, about 15 minutes out, it would have been like I would have been like, "This is a really, really, really good movie." And then because at the end, we finally get—I don't know if it was when the credits were rolling or right before—we actually then get the real Selena yeah. footage. We get like the two to three minute montage of her singing just pictures of her doing the fashion stuff and and all that and then like at the end like i was genuinely sad because i was like she was so young and it's so tragic and you know it kind of after years of just ignoring it and being like hey it's a funny joke to mention a fan club president murdering somebody i was like okay now the fact that this is a real person is really dawning on me and I might have to retire all my Selena humor. I mean, you don't have to. You don't have to retire. Oh, hello. Sorry about that. Whoa. Sorry. You don't have to uh, <laughs> retire. I feel bad now. 
But you know, it's it's it was a funny bit. It was fine. But I think yes, you're you're now attaching it to an actual person. You find out in real life that she was a very talented and sweet woman. So I don't know. Oh, by the way, we didn't mention the first part of the movie where she's just like, I don't know what I'm gonna wear. And she just grabs that iconic uh jumpsuit or whatever and you're like oh well good choice there I'm sure yeah. that'd be very iconic that's what you're gonna the, the, is that the purple one yeah the purple one yeah 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 yeah, yeah. but it's like 10 minutes till we go out do you have anything to wear selena i'll find something <laughs> we'll figure it out <laughs> no big deal it's not like this is gonna be one of my last concerts ever i mean okay. we'll, yeah <laughs> all right she, she didn't know that it's not like I have any enemies. What's up, Yolanda? How you doing? Um, yeah. All right. <laughs> um, well, t- a touching tribute, and then we we end with that. And I think the other thing I think that might be helpful for anyone that wants to watch the movie, yeah, go ahead. But from what I hear, the Selena show on Netflix should be avoided. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm. I I have my vision of Selena, and I don't really. I don't feel like that needs to get uh, bogged down by some thrown-together Netflix show. So. I, I heard it was really bad. And that was even before I was... I mean, that was when I was in the mindset of, I bet the movie's terrible, so if you're telling me the show is bad, it must be really bad, but now the movie's good. Yeah. But right. the show, I, I haven't heard of anybody that said that it was that it was any good. I think it's very, like you said, thrown together, very poorly acted, and it's not going to live up to... We already have the story. We don't need... Give us the documentary. Don't give us another show. Well, uh, I guess if you can look on the internet, uh, behind the music, maybe. Okay. Uh, that might I'm gonna be. Make note of that. That'll be something to look for. Uh, full episode right here. Yeah. Is it on the YouTube? I see one on YouTube. So. Oh hell yeah! It is present. Forty-four minutes long. I'm. I think I'm about to punch this up and watch it. Yeah. So, everybody, go watch. Obviously, go watch Selena and go watch uh, uh, Selena behind the music, which again, uh, one that I actually cried to at the end. You know, like, come on, man! It was like she died. Selena <laughs> 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 up well. <laughs> Whoa! Uh, forgot how why these behind the music's are so sad. Right. No. Okay. Well, that was a pleasant surprise. I kind of thought Jay was gonna absolutely slam this movie. So. I went in kind of hoping that I wouldn't like it, and then as it turns out, I thought it was quite good. Wow, that's interesting. All right, well, I think we slammed this. What what should be the next movie? We need to get the other movie review going on soon enough. Oh, I don't know. We had, we had a couple we had talked about, and we never did them. But I don't know if we want to look back to those or not. I really need to. It's a real good night, a good night for football on Friday. So we need to get that going. So uh, okay, that'll just Spr- be a nice s- spring football. <laughs> spring football. Right, uh, I gotta watch it. Come on, man, get on. I know. All right. I know. Well, I appreciate it, Jay. Uh, we'll maybe have a review next week. Probably not. Maybe we'll do one next month. And, we'll uh, see. We'll see how it goes busy busy so all right see you jay hit the Later. scene see you Late at night when all the world is sleeping i stay up and
Sleeping, I stay up. And- 